Okay, Tashiba, what are you doing this summer? Girl, I'm gonna be at the first Urban Christian Women's Summit jumping off Friday, June 24th through Saturday, June 25th in partnership with our host church, the Bridge City Church. Cleveland, stand up. Cleveland in Cleveland, Ohio. Ladies, join us. We're taking into the Book of Acts this summer and our theme, which is witness. So we're going to be talking about what does it mean to be a witness, to embody boldness, to endure hardship and suffering, and to pursue a faithful and unhindered mission. Aren't we always talking about being on mission? We always talk about being on mission, girl. So we had to throw it in there. I mean, it's unhindered mission that happens and goes down in Acts. So you don't want to miss these breakouts as well. Women in the church, deconstruction, conflict resolution, the gospel and the prisoner, and so many more. Listen, ladies, we would love for you to join us. Registration opens March 30th, 2022. There will be limited seating. Meet us there. Bring it, girls. See you there. Christian Woman Podcast, where we seek to restore women with God's truth for their everyday lives. I'm Tashiba Oliver. And I'm Leah Ross, and we're your hosts. This is season four. This season, we've got some exciting things in store. So join us as we study God's word, celebrate women living faithfully on mission, and dive into cultural issues through a biblical lens. You ready, Tashiba? Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast. We are here with a special guest today. Um, I'm so excited. Toshiba and I have been just inundated with goodness as we have journeyed through this reimagining womanhood series. Um, And it's been, we've had some rich conversations along the way. And so our Mm -hmm. guest today is Susan C. And thank you so much, Susan, for joining us. Yes. We're so glad to have you here. Yes. Oh, I'm excited for this. I'm sure we're going to have a great conversation. Oh, yes, we are. For sure. For sure. We are. Lashiva, yeah, share with the ladies. Share with the ladies about Susan. Who we're talking to today. Miss Susan C. is uh, the Mentors for Mom podcast host. Mentors for Mom is the place where moms come to learn practical tools for parenting on purpose. Even when life gets busy, um, she shares uh, directly from her life. She's a wife, a mom to seven. She's a homeschool mom. She's an international speaker, author, and she's a certified life coach uh, amongst, I'm sure, so much more. And we you know, are... We, as moms, we all wear all the hats. <laughs> all the hats. And so, Miss Susan C., we are so grateful for you being here today. If you'd like to share anything else yeah, about tell yourself... tell us where you're coming from. Where you're coming from, like all things. Yes. Yes. Well, I am coming to you from Austin, Texas. That Today is sunny and looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. I feel like the weather over here, somebody's been playing with a thermostat like we are cold and we are warm we are cold and we're warm like somebody's playing 
Stop playing with it. Smack the hand. Y'all fat. I'm in Austin, Texas. I am originally from uh, Petersburg, Virginia, just south of Richmond, Virginia. Oh. That's where I call home. Most of my family is in the Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina area. So when I hit the East Coast, I feel like I'm back in my Okay. Space. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's it right there. That's yes. it right there. Yes. Well, Miss Susan, tell us what led you to launch Mentor for Moms. Mm. That it was a it was a commitment that I made out of my own struggle. Um, mm. I am one who, if I do a thing, I do it. Like, and that's what I approached motherhood as. Like, I am going to go all in. Mm-hmm. And I looked for people to mentor me, and I could not find that person that I thought would sit with me, would counsel me, would guide me, wow. would share from their own mistakes and say, here's where I busted it, messed it up. Like, here's how you can avoid that. Mm-hmm. And I remember in my frustration saying, when I become older, like it talks about in the scriptures that the older women would teach the younger women Come how to on. love their kids and how to love their husbands. I'm going to do that. And mm-hmm. then next thing I knew, I was older. And I was like, oh, how did I? <laughs> how did I get here? Like, how am I the older one? <laughs> I still feel like I have so many questions, but it still was a deep commitment in me. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's it. Like, I'm going to start sharing. And initially I tried to do the thing that everybody does. Like at the time, everybody had a mommy blog. So I was like, oh, I should blog. And then I realized that is not me. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. This is not working. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone suggested that I want you to give podcasting a try. And I said, I'll do that. Let's see. Uh, and I thought that I would do a podcast where I would interview all these wonderful people out here who have great things to say. And I just felt like God was like, nope, you don't do that. Just yeah. say what I'm showing to speak from your heart. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, God. So you're just going to relegate me to be small. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on God's level, though. Nobody, <laughs> we miss it. <laughs> nobody nobody going to listen to me because nobody knows me. Nobody, I don't have a name. I'm not famous like that. Yeah. And uh, he showed me, didn't he? Um, so mm-hmm. here we are going strong um, as of the... The stats that came out a couple months ago, the podcast is in the top one and a half percent of all podcasts that are being released. Mm-hmm. I don't know where these mamas are coming from. I'm trending in South America right now. I mm. I don't even yeah. understand how this is happening except for God. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I got because I'm a committed mama to my seven. I'm not the marketer and the schmoozer and the do all the things that I know. Mm. I just... I am not, I don't have an aim to be famous. Mm -hmm. I have an aim to be faithful. Mm. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. Already. Already. Okay. (laughs) Your your whole, when you talked about it, 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 it lends itself Mm -hmm. to just discipleship Mm -hmm. and just how the Lord has blessed you because you have just been faithful, you know, and it was so many, I think, women of color that we have interviewed mm-hmm. saw a need and they didn't have someone who they could um, walk with. They were looking mm-hmm. for someone and they didn't have someone. I think mm-hmm. about Christy Anyabwile, like, mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, I know that I'm grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Leah and I, you know, we follow you on IG and your wisdom and your counsel, the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so, Yeah, I'm grateful. Talk to us about what is your definition of intentional parenting as a mom? 
You know, I'm so glad that you asked that because when mamas hear the word intentional, everybody's like, yeah, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But then if you ask them, nobody feels like they are that. They're like, no, I'm not. I'm not intentional. Right. I can mm-hmm. do so much better. Mm-hmm. And I think because we hear that word, we all attach our own meaning to it. And quite often that meaning is something close to perfection. Mm. Like we're really trying hard to do everything right and make no mistakes. And if I was more intentional, then I wouldn't have these issues or challenges or struggles. And I'm like, with me, the definition for intentional is having both the courage and the confidence to live true to your core values. Mm -hmm. And I really strive for mamas to get clear on their core values. Who has God uniquely created them to be at the core? There's something Mm -hmm. that matters to all of us. And when we live in alignment with those core values, Mm -hmm. everything else we do is an extension of that. Mm -hmm. Our life is a reflection of that. Mm -hmm. So now when you see a mom and you're like, she's really thriving. She's just gifted at whatever you see. Mm -hmm. I believe it's a woman who's clear Mm -hmm. on who she is at the core. Mm -hmm. And she's living true to that. And she's inspiring the rest of us to do the same, not do what she's doing, but to get clear on who we are and live that out with everything we have. Wow. Wow. And I hear you even saying, yeah, I'm like, I hear you even saying that as you talked about your own journey into podcasting, because you're like, oh, I should do this thing that everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Boom, falls flat. You're like, this is not sustainable. This is not life-giving. Mm-hmm. And then finding out like, oh, hey, here's a space where this works. This comes out of who I am to mm-hmm. share this wisdom. Because, I mean, we've been on here five seconds and the wisdom is it's, flowing. It's flowing already. And I'm like, yes. Praise God for Praise that. God. And so I don't, I, I guess maybe like, tell us a little bit about how you got, like, what was how your did you get to the yes in finding your core values yes. that led you to saying, oh, this is something that other women need to hear and know in their motherhood. Mm. That's why we're a team because I literally <laughs> yes. 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 She was looking at you like you're saying it, yes. all the things. I love yes. it. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, I think that mine is um, out of the usual pathway of busting it over and over again. Come on, mm. Give us the freedom to I bust it a couple of times. Like, I mean, I... I'm going to be set free right here on this mic. And I'm not even, I'm like, whew, okay. I, um, I, when I tell you that I'm a, a woman, that if you give me a goal, if I set a goal or a commitment, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. When I went all in on motherhood, I was reading the books. I was mm. like committed to doing the things. I was going to structure this house. Like not on my watch was I going to drop the ball. I was going to do all the things. And mm. I feel like, in all of my efforts, a lot of what was driving me was my fears about my kids' future, about the world that I had given them birth into. Like, I was like, ah, Mm -hmm. how do I prepare them for this world? How do I do this? And I was like, I got to prepare them. It's on me. I'm Mm -hmm. the mama. I got to do this. Mm -hmm. And I forgot that God is God. Mm -hmm. I -hmm. forgot that he had a plan for my life and my children's life Mm. and that his plans don't fail. And, but mine do continually. Uh, I kept saying, okay, plan A didn't work. Plan B, plan C. And I think that God was like, how about my will? Mm. That's what we need to be focused on. Like, what is my will? What is my timing? So I, in all of my efforting and striving, 
drove myself to a place of burnout mm-hmm. where I got to the place my kids would ask me a simple question like, hey, mom, what's for dinner? And I would stare at them and then I could feel those hot tears of like, mm-hmm. I'm trying not to cry, I'm trying not to let this go. And then I'm crying. Why? Because in my head is this conversation. That's a good question. What is for dinner? Why is everybody always asking me for dinner? Like, shouldn't somebody have this figured out? If I was a good mom, I would know what's for dinner. Mm. I wouldn't be struggling with this. If I could just figure out how to manage this household better, but why can't I figure it out? Well, if I had more help, well, how am I going to have help? We don't have the money for that. And then on and on and on Mm -hmm. are all these layers of challenge that I'm facing that the simple question my baby was asking is, like, what are we going to eat for dinner? Mm-hmm. But for me, it was this wave of shame mm-hmm. on all the places I'm falling flat, all the places I'm inadequate, mm. I'm, not up. I'm not measuring up to the call. These people are dependent on me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't have it. Mm-hmm. And it was through that process that I realized that I had just taken on so much of what other people were expecting of me. I had never been still and asked God what he had for me in the journey of motherhood. Mm-hmm. Mm. Somebody pass her an offering plate in here today. Okay. Sister yes. Susan. I have. Mm, she came to, to drop some wisdom. She is dropping free. wisdom and setting captives free because when you're reading a lot of the motherhood books, it is, it's, it's almost like it's injecting within mm-hmm. you this standard of perfection, the standard of this is how it's supposed to be done. <laughs> and, and we do, we bust it. And so I'm thinking about like mothering out of fear, mm-hmm. um, expectations that are not set by God as we are in his presence and being led by him, Mm -hmm. but allowing culture and other individuals and looking across the, the, the street or looking at the sister who's at church with us, um, and Mm -hmm. allowing that be to be our expectation. Talk to us about how do we this isn't even on our, our questions, but how do we break free from that cycle? And what did it look like for you to put one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. to no longer to follow the path that the that the Lord was directing for you and your household mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. being a copycat of someone else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was um, when I hit that wall of trying to be all the things for my kids and trying to do everything right and putting mm-hmm. the pressure on myself that I got to do this right. This matters. This is important. I, I recognized that my best efforts are always still going to fall short because mm. I'm human. Mm. God is the one who has this infinite energy, infinite uh, creativity, infinite mm-hmm. answers and abundance. I don't have, I'm finite. Mm-hmm. I'm not infinite. Mm-hmm. So it gave me peace to go, okay, God, you knew that about me. Mm. When you called me to this journey of motherhood, you knew that about me. I am acting as if I'm responsible for this all, but really I'm responsible to you. Meaning mm-hmm. I need to seek you 
in this, mm-hmm. not, oh, I know what motherhood is. Boom. I'm not going to do it. Oh, I know what school is. You want me to homeschool? I know what that is. Like, no, everything that he calls me to, I need to come before him and say, okay, Lord, what do you want from me? Mm. What is it that you want to teach me? What do you want to show me? Mm. And then out of that, I'm thinking you're going to use what you're teaching and showing me in this household with these children that you've Mm. given me. Mm. So help me to shed all of the other layers Mm -hmm. that I have attached to this. Help Mm -hmm. me to close my ears to the others and open my ears to you. Mm-hmm. Let me hear your voice. But even if someone else is talking, I can go, that's God speaking to me. And this mm-hmm. other stuff, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take that on any longer. Because mm-hmm. when we do that, that's the freedom. Mm-hmm. Freedom is in Christ. Like we're free in him. Mm-hmm. What are we free? What does freedom mean? It means we have options. Mm-hmm. It means we're never stuck. We have options. So then what are the options God's presenting in your unique space? Mm. I enter into the motherhood conversation differently than most because I don't come to you with a formula or a way or a style. I come to you with principles. I almost feel like I'm giving you a coloring book and you fill it in. Like you determine what the picture ultimately looks like. Mm -hmm. You and God do that together. Mm -hmm. You that version of motherhood for you. But here's some principles to help mm. you along the way. But I'm not your way. God. Mm. That's a word. That's a whole That's word. That's a word. And that is so, even especially freeing for like our context with so urban moms, because a lot of the content that is produced for motherhood isn't from the framework of an urban mom or a woman of color, right? Mm-hmm. And so you either are doing all this work to try to fit into something that was never made for you, or mm-hmm. you're going to sit here on this podcast yes. with Sister Susan and get set free yes. and color it in between you and God, okay? Yes, um, yes. And, and so, yeah, kind of in light of that, like we do, we have women that are working moms, some are stay-at-home moms, some are single moms. Like what is, what are some of these things that are, that Principles. trans, yeah, these these principles, principles that you're talking about that transcend mm-hmm. the context, right? It don't matter if I'm a single mom in an urban context. It doesn't matter if I'm a stay-at-home mom, you know, mm-hmm. way out there in a, in a whole different space. Like, what are some of these principles that transcend the context in which we mother mm-hmm. that we can model in our motherhood? Yes. I, I love y'all. I think that... <laughs> We're having a good old time. We are. We are. I love this. I'm like, man, we need to get together. Yes. Get some pajamas and go. That's yeah. all right. I think that what is super important for you to know about me is when I felt called to do this work, I was clear about one thing. I wanted to have a message that could go across the globe. That's right. I did not want to have an American suburban mama mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. It was very important to me that if I was going to talk about motherhood, mm-hmm. no matter where you are, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, could, I could use that. That mm-hmm. works for me. Because mm-hmm. I feel like isn't God's message universal? Like he, he stretches across cultures, across lines. Like he crossed all the lines. Oh, so great, great. Come on, all the lines. Come on. So That's like, right. If we're going to be about his way, shouldn't our message be able to be applied no matter what? Like Globally. I'm just, yes. I'm just saying. Come on I'm now. Just I'm Come just, on. I just was tired 
of having to edit, edit, edit to the point that I'm like, why do I read this? Like this, I got down about this much from this. <laughs> and then the rest of it, you know, like the rest of this book, I had to off it because it just yeah. doesn't work, right? Yeah. So the universal thing about motherhood is, first of all, it's a privilege given to us by God. No matter how you entered into this thing, whether you gave birth to these kids, adopted these kids, are fostering these kids, however they are in your world, the calling of motherhood is a privilege space, a privileged role from God. Mm-hmm. Now, how do we operate in that? First of all, can we acknowledge that motherhood is hard? Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. Yes, they're beautiful, wonderful blessings from God that we get to nurture and love, and we are called to shepherd them. Yes. And this thing is no joke. Because mm-hmm. it's this personal development program that God has that he didn't tell us about up front. Mm-hmm. We thought That's it was about the kids. Mm-hmm. And he is all the while shaping and transforming us all the way yes. through this Yes, journey. he is. And you better talk it. about it. Let's give to the kids. Let's take care of the kids. Let's manage the kids. And God's like, I'm working on you too. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Because I'm not limited to only taking care of the kids. I'm taking care of you too. Come on now. When I mm-hmm. entered into motherhood, I would have defined myself as a patient, kind, generous person. And then I had these little people and I realized I am not that patient. (laughs) And based upon the way I just talked to them, I'm obviously not kind. And I'm not generous because I find myself saying, hey, that's my chair. That's my food. That's my baby. Come on now. That's my clothes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I started looking around like, who is that? That's me. Oh, that's me. I'm not that generous, am I? I'm like, that's my sleep. Y'all interrupted my sleep. This is my kind. I just want my, 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 my. And God was just like, I'm working on you. Because there's, there's some characteristics of me that I know I have placed in you, but we got to do some work. And we got we to gotta help you get some of this other stuff off of you. So that you can see me shine through you. Mm-hmm. And when your kids see that process, the messiness of it, the upfront, like mama was no good this morning, but she back this afternoon, kind of a place that our kids get to see. Mm-hmm. Then they see me at work and they say, that God my mama serves. Mm. I'm interested in knowing about it. Ladies, if you're enjoying the ministry and content of The Urban Christian Woman, would you take a minute to write a review and give us a rating on iTunes? Our goal is to get truth into the hands of urban women. You can help us by leaving even a one-sentence review and some stars. This simple act will help increase our visibility for more women to find this podcast and resources to help equip them in their everyday lives. So girl, what you waiting for? Just go ahead and do it right now. And if you haven't yet, join our community on social media. You can find us on Instagram at The Urban Christian Woman, Facebook, The Urban Christian Woman, and on our website, which is theurbanchristianwoman.com. I love that you're sharing with us even the process of modeling a gospel rooted in grace to our children. Mm -hmm. Like if we're doing that, as God is shaping and form us and, and saying that motherhood is God shaping and forming us. Yes. Not just us shaping and forming our children. Come on. And so knowing that, right, like God is parenting us as we parent our children, that mm-hmm. whole concept, like leaning into that, there's a space where, yeah, we can receive that grace and then model it to 
our children as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a message for everybody. And and also not deceiving ourselves thinking like, oh, I got this together. I'm Mm -hmm. that mom that's together. Yeah. What I'm hearing from Sister Susan is that when you acknowledge your finiteness, just like what she said, Mm -hmm. you are... In, in in our weaknesses, his strength is made perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he's able to meet us in those moments mm-hmm. with his wisdom, with his power, with mm-hmm. his spirit to help us guide a, even a moment mm-hmm. is what she's saying. And so mm-hmm. that transcends any context, yeah. any context. And we do have those moments of just uh, totally being, you know, just banged up and falling down and struggling. And so in that space, what? Failing. Just, just failing. straight failing. Failing. Just whole entire L's. If you just take an L. Take a whole L, honey. Okay? okay. So how can you counsel us? What wisdom, biblical and, and universal general wisdom would you give moms who battle with that guilt, right? When they make those mistakes in motherhood. Hmm. So I remember distinctly one of the ways that God worked on me is um, I was using anger as a way of getting my kids to do right, Mm. finally do the right thing. Mm -hmm. I would give the looks, the sounds, the yelling, the fussing, the long lectures, all the things, right? And I remember one day going in on my kids, probably about something irritating me. Like once again, somebody left some socks and a cup in the living room Mm -hmm. and nobody knew who it was, right? Like whose socks it is and nobody, not mine. Like clearly it's somebody's socks and I'm fussing. And y'all need to clean this place up. And I keep telling y'all we need to. And I remember the doorbell rang Mm -hmm. and I went to the door and I was like, hello. And I thought, wait a minute, who that? I was like, oh, oh, I turned that thing off and then turned it back on. And I was like, oh, I don't think. And I remember going to the word and I was reading and it was like um, the scripture. I'm not good with addresses. I just, you know, I'll give you the Susan C. version of the Bible. But it was like the wrath of man does not work righteousness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, oh, like I felt like that was a boom, like a dart right in my chest of mm-hmm. here I am trying to fuss my kids into doing right. Mm-hmm. And God's like, the wrath of man doesn't work like that. It does not produce righteousness. Mm-hmm. So I recognized that he was teaching me that I thought this worked because it looks like it's working. Mm-hmm. Like when I fuss, they do stuff. They get stuff done. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that will work for a minute, mm-hmm. like a half a minute. Mm-hmm. And then it won't work. Then what? You got to get bigger and louder. You got to get more in their face. For mm-hmm. them to do, right? But what are they really learning? They're learning that you get all worked up. And then once you have teenagers who will know how to push the button. I'm here now. Come on. Get you all kinds of worked up just for their entertainment. For entertainment purposes alone. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go If you let me teach you how to, to help your kids do right. Mm-hmm. How about if you let me teach you how to do that? Like, let me... As the father of all these kids on this planet, mm-hmm. let me give you some of my wisdom. And he began to show me how to help my kids learn to listen, mm-hmm. be a good listener. How? Because he taught me how to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so I thought I was a good listener too. So I'm not kind. I'm not patient. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, and I'm not a good listener. Okay. Then I talked to them about obedience, not because I'm your mama. You better listen to what I have to say, mm-hmm. but because I've been placed in your life by God for a purpose. Trust that he speaks through me. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. Till you learn how to listen to him for yourself, he's speaking through me to you. Mm-hmm. Teaching them to obey as I'm learning to obey him mm-hmm. and telling them, I'm learning this too, and I'm teaching you. So mm-hmm. it became this thing of me reorienting that I was taught that parenthood is about, hey, I run this house, this is my house, and this is how it goes, to saying, this is God's house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we follow his instructions. Mm. Me too. Not just you kids, me too. Mm-hmm. And when I did that reorientation, it took a lot of pressure off of me because I was like, oh, it's not all up to me to figure this out. Mm-hmm. God already has an established plan. If we'll just stay close to him, he'll show us. Mm-hmm. He'll reveal it to us. Mm-hmm. And when y'all see me mess up, I hope that gives you consolation when you mess up. Because mm-hmm. you'll mess up too. We all will. Yeah. Mama who's perfect and got this figured out. I am mama who's just a little further down the road than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. called life. Mm-hmm. And I want to share what God is teaching me. I want to share what he's showing me because I'm hoping that it helps you to stand on the shoulders mm-hmm. of my experience and reach a higher place in him. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I love that freedom from top down parenting. Yes. And going more with co-journeying parenting. And and it is, yeah, I'm I'm further along in the journey. God has given me years and wisdom and experience. So I'm further along on the mm. journey, but it is a journey. Mm-hmm. And we're journeying together, not just, hey, I'm here to throw orders at you. Yeah. And top down and I've arrived. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's so much freedom to release that expectation and to to walk on the journey that God has given us as we as we seek him with our children. So yeah, mm-hmm. and what yeah. I think it also does is it uh re- it it releases the guilt that a parent can feel for their choices, mm-hmm. you know, like it, or what some, I mean, guilt can be biblical, but it releases the shame, shame. the components yeah. of shame that, mm-hmm. that mothers can feel because I think, you know, if you're embodying that grace, you're, you're, you're embracing the grace that has been mm-hmm. given to you, then you're also extending it at the same time, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, one of your episodes, you talked about armpit parenting okay I was I was like this is game changing and every woman needs to hear about armpit parenting and I tried to go back and find the episode like trying to send it first to of all tell the listeners what is armpit what is parenting what's yes. armpit parenting what is armpit parenting and what is the value of this practice <laughs> I laugh every time somebody says that because I really was trying to describe like what is this I'm trying to And I just came up with that name, armpit parenting. But I was like, that works. Like, that's exactly what I'm saying. So armpit parenting is when you have that child, that their name is constantly on your lips. Mm. If you keep finding yourself having to call their name, having to correct them, having to show them. And you just find yourself starting to not really like that kid. Like, you love them, but you don't really like them right now. Because something about them is just rubbing you wrong. And they, you just feel like they won't do right for doing wrong. And you're like irritated by them. Mm-hmm. The temptation is in that time to get away from them. Mm. You want to send them away to their room. You want to sign them up. You know what? I need to sign you up for another activity because you got too much energy to be in here. This is what this is. Or like there's all this ways that we can push them away. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, <laughs> mm. oh, this could be challenging, mama but pull them closer to you in that time mm-hmm. when you want to push them away. 
it be that God is allowing whatever this challenge is with them to highlight they need you more than ever? Pull them in so close that they practically in your armpit. So if you're cooking dinner, they're with you, helping you to cook the dinner. You're washing dishes. You're in the living room. They in the living room. They in their room. You going in the room with them. You're finding ways to be with them when it's a strong temptation to want to be away from them because there's likely something in you that your child needs, whether it's your presence, your counsel, your mm-hmm. your eyes and not just your voice. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we're so busy doing stuff that we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't she mm-hmm. coming with just straight yeah, bars just right now? She's like, coming with bars, Leah. They're like, do you see me though, Mama? Do you see me? Right. Or because I feel like you don't see me anymore. Mm-hmm. My name has become all right. Then let's go. Yeah. Get to stuff. Mm-hmm. You're like, I, like, do you see me? Mm-hmm. So they start acting out in ways and their behavior. It's more a reflection of they just don't have the vocabulary to say, you know what? I'm really troubled by a few things. Right. And they can sit down and explain those to you. Kids don't have that. They just act out. Mm-hmm. We get to decode that. Not because we're so wise, but we decode and say, God, what is going on here? Help me discern, Holy Spirit. Help me Help. get in here, right? What's, what's this really about? What's happening here? Right. And then you armpit, you bring them in. You bring them in so close. They're practically in your armpit and you spend time with them until you feel like, okay, I think we're in a better place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I got some homework to do, y'all. Listen. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. I don't even, and and I love, man, Mm -hmm. just, all right. (laughs) Sit with it for a second. We're going to sit with it. Sit with it for a second, even though it's a podcast. We're just going to sit with it. Yeah, because when I heard this, I said, hmm, this takes time. Yeah. And this takes dying to myself. Straight death to self, though. Straight death to personal self, the selfishness you were talking about, the, the desire to keep your time and your energy for yourself. You're holding it so tight because you feel almost this resentment of like, why is this little person taking so much of my time, my energy, my mental space? Yes, yes, I got yes, other yes. things to think about. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. But that is. I'm trying to get I'm dinner. Like, and you, right. you in my way. And mm. it's this invitation to Ooh. die to self. It's the invitation to take up the cross in motherhood and the cross is a death that brings life and so if we're taking up the cross Mm -hmm. we're taking up a death that will bear life Mm -hmm. the fruit of life Mm -hmm. and so i am going to take that home with me okay (laughs) and just really i don't even i mean i know you probably have I, i guess more wisdom for us But as we sort of close here, our time, what uh, exhortation and additional wisdom would you like moms Mm -hmm. to really part with today? We got to ask her this one other question, Leah. We really do. You're going to squeeze it in. I've got to squeeze it in because we see this rat race culture 
that is starting to be passed on from generation to generation where people used to take time to sit at the table. No, we out here doing Mm 50,000 activities. And actually some of that comes from this resistance to armpit. Like you're like, okay, go do something else. Go, all right, we can circle back. Mm -hmm. How, how are we? Come on. Ask the question. I mean, how do we resist that urge to fill our kids' schedules with all the best activities and all the best opportunities? How do we find this way to identify and cultivate the kids' talents and curiosities without burning us out? Because we don't want to be running. I don't want to be running all over the place. Right. Because, yeah, because what I hear Susan saying is. Are really, we're just a conduit mm-hmm. as a witness. We're, we're really just ambassadors yeah. for our children yeah. to know who God is. Yeah. A reflection of that. And I'm like, if we don't have no time mm-hmm. being with them, somebody got to help me understand how yeah. we're going to work that out. Coach right. me up, coach. Right. right. So yeah, just on a practical level, like what have you done that works and how do you uh, mentor other moms in that in that way? Yeah. So. Good is always the enemy of the best, right? And we are surrounded with lots of good things, Mm -hmm. good activities, good opportunities, good busy work. And I am just saying, Mm -hmm. be still a minute. Be still and say, what is it that we are called to as a family for this season in our life? So, I am one that is challenged when I hear mamas who are trying to do everything all at once. Mm. I find that, yes, because we imagine it doesn't mean that God said, go do it. Like sometimes I believe that God- You got to repeat that, Sister Susan. (laughs) You got to repeat that wisdom one more time. That counsel. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Just because we can imagine it doesn't mean that we're released to go do it. Mm So, ah, girls, okay, there's a principle that I tell mamas all the time. I used to tell them this in like my private mentor when I can look them in the eye, but I'll share this here for the first time. I believe that there's a principle about how God allows women to carry a seed in secret. Mm. Mm. That is modeled usually when a woman is pregnant before she even knows Mm. that there's a seed that has taken root in her and she doesn't even know. And she can carry that seed in secret for a while Mm -hmm. before anybody else begins to recognize that. And I think that's a spiritual principle Mm -hmm. that women have this unique ability to hear God in different ways than men do. Mm -hmm. And I think quite often God shares seeds of secrets that we, like the proverb says, can tear down our own hands because as soon as we hear it, we start talking about it. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, you know what we need to do. You know how this needs to happen. Like I have had a friend who noticed that in her husband's conversation, something was going on at work. And she said, I think you need to work on your your resume. I think you need to be prepared that we might be doing a job transition. He was like, what? No, everything at the job is going just fine. And so she started trying to go in on him. No, I think you need to listen to me. You need to work on your resume. She talked to me. I said, if God has given you a seed in secret, go back to him, pray to him, ask him for direction. You're trying to convince your husband that you heard something. He can't hear it yet. Mm. So you're trying to tell him something. He can't, God didn't give him the ears to hear it yet. Mm. 
You have been given a gift. You heard something. Pray about that. Mm -hmm. Seek the father. Prepare your house in the ways he shows you. Sure enough, two months later, her husband came home and said, you're not going to believe this. They shut down our whole division. The one they just praised us and all gave us bonuses. They just shut us down. And she said she was so tempted to be like, I tried to tell you months ago. She said, but Susan, I heard you like, I don't, I, 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 come back. God gave you a gift. Now your house is prepared. Your husband now hears and sees something, but he spoke to you a long time ago. Mm. Women all the time are saying, I sent something wasn't right about that friend, or we shouldn't do that business, or we shouldn't invest that money there. Mm. There's seeds of secrets that God is showing mamas, showing women all the time. Carry the seed well. Nurture the seed just like a pregnant woman changes her diet. She changes her activities. She changes where she spends time because she recognizes she's carrying a seed that she has to nurture. When God shares secrets with us, may we carry that well. May we nurture that well. Not be so quick to run off and go do. So maybe he gave you a seed of an idea of a business or something that you're supposed to do. Maybe that's not now. Carry that seed well. Mm. Prepare your heart. Prepare your mind. Mm. Deepen your connection to the Father so that when he says go, you go in his grace Mm. or strength. Mm. We go in our strength a lot. And God said we're to go in his grace, Mm. his favor, in his anointing. Yeah, that's good. That's good. She said, we go on our strength. That, 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 that is good. That's the wisdom right there. I am just like, yeah, moms need to hear that. Yeah. So when we see the activities, I'm asking you to get clear on where's God telling you to invest your time. Right. Right. I'm not saying the activities are not for you. Mm -hmm. My kids have done sports and whatnot, but always it had a purpose attached to it. Mm -hmm. It was always a connecting of a purpose or a gifting we saw in them Mm -hmm. that we felt needed to be nurtured in that particular space. Mm -hmm. We were particular about the spaces, the people who coached our kids. We wanted to know them before they ever said, kick Mm -hmm. them off. Mm -hmm. We were like, hey, so tell me about you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's great. And so what do you think about kids who are um, gifted and talented? Mm -hmm. Like, do you elevate them over just kids who just want to play? Like, I want to know these things because how you coach my kids Mm -hmm. will affect what they believe is possible for their life. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so everybody can't coach my kids. Everybody can't teach my kids. Even if you just teach an art, there's no, ah, it's just an art teacher. Nope. Mm -hmm. Not for me. Like who you where do you see art come from? What do you nurture about kids who have talents and gifts? Mm-hmm. I need to know a little bit about you. I can't know everything about you, but I'm a one who, who's watching, mm-hmm. who's listening to see what kind of environment I'm placing my kids in. Mm-hmm. And that is what I mean about going in the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Like God would give you the ear to go, hmm, that's a good teacher for my child. Or, mm, mm-hmm. that, that, that style of teaching with that particular child won't be good. Mm. It won't lead to anything good. Mm. But that takes, once again, you're going to say it, it takes time. It takes time. Yeah. Uh-huh. But time I'm, the Lord. I'm not yeah. trying to heap on burden upon mamas. This is not about 
Oh, nah. Listen to Susan. Now look at all these things I got to do. Mm-mm. If you hear anything I'm saying, spend time with the father. Mm-hmm. Let him give you the steps mm-hmm. where you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's exactly what I, what I hear you say. That's what I heard. I was like, who, what you are inviting us into yes. is a prayer life. Yes. And Seek seeking the Lord and Seek seeking his face. His face. Be his still face. and know that he's God in yeah. silence and solitude. Can That's you right. hear him? That's right. That's what I was hearing. I said, who? Yeah. I yeah. mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to seek his face. Mm-hmm. Will you pray for us? Yes. Pray for the women who are mothering, who are listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just the, the work that God has called us to, our faithfulness mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. I'll share one more thing really briefly and we're going to go into prayer. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think we are facing now a generation of women who have been raised with this idea of championing having a quiet time with the Lord. And I will say spending time with the Father is beautiful. But when we identify it as a quiet time, when you're in the season of motherhood, you can begin to feel like God is far away. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of quiet, even if your house might be yep. quiet, noisy in here. Yes, ma'am. With all of the questions and the wonders and the concerns. And I'm saying, if we are going to see ourselves as soldiers in God's army, mm-hmm. that we're on a battlefield and a battlefield is anything but quiet. So can we learn how to hear God in the midst of the noise? Can we hear his instructions? Can we tune our ear in such a way that if he just says, boo, we're like, I heard that. Father said, go this way. Mm-hmm. We're clear, just like we would see soldiers on a battlefield because we are in a battle every single day. Mm-hmm. I am not a champion for you to have quiet time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing if you can get it. Mm-hmm. But learn to hear him in the noise. Mm-hmm. When the kids are a mess, when your emotions are a mess, can you mm-hmm. still hear him? Can you seek him? Mm-hmm. Can your heart be drawn to him? Yes, mm-hmm. it's possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Father, I pray for every mama who's listening to this podcast today, Lord. I pray that whatever they are facing in their lives, mm-hmm. that they turn their ears and their hearts towards you, that they seek you with their whole hearts, recognizing that when they seek you, you promise to show them the way, the way in the path towards life. Mm-hmm. That you will show them that you have called them for this unique journey of motherhood. Yes. And you have a special customized plan for mm-hmm. one of us. It's unique to who you know we are and who you desire us to be in working together to serve the people. So Father, would we all hear you and follow you? May we make it our aim to be faithful to your call upon us. Would you help us to heal the hurts and the wounds, the guilt and the shame? Would you release us from the burdens of those so that we are free to live free in you. Yes, Lord. That we are free to to dream, free to imagine, free to rest, free to step back, free to say no. Free us, God, Mm -hmm. from all that has entangled us when we stepped into this journey of motherhood and help us to see your face and seek you wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. every step of the way and Mm -hmm. encourage our kids to do the same. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' mighty and powerful name, amen. Amen. Amen.